welcome to the Elephant in the Pew podcast, where we engage in the topics everyone wants to talk about, but nobody wants to discuss, from two undisclosed locations somewhere in the Midwest. Here are your hosts, Stephen Witten and Ryan Ramsey. Wait, did I just say something that made sense? <laughs> yep. And then you realize, oh, because I wasn't the one talking. Um... And that's why the way I like the show, for you to be <laughs> not talking and God to be talking. <laughs> yeah, right. Welcome to the Elephant in the Pew podcast, the show that brings you our opinions in a nicely tuned, well-oiled, chaotic sound clip to engage in the topics everyone wants to talk about but nobody wants to discuss. I'm Stephen Witten. And I'm Ryan Ramsey. The show is brought to you by ElephantPew.com, your one-stop shop for all things Elephant in the Pew. Also a great place to find links to each of our individual blogs, both Stephen and I. Check it out, ElephantPew.com, everything you need right there. Thank you so much for making us a part of your day, your night, your evening, or your morning, or whenever you decided to listen to us. We are so glad that you made us a part of your life. Today, we are talking about why bad things happen to good people. That's right, and we're talking about it, and I'm, I'm, I'm loaded today. I got lots of stuff to talk about, so, you know, I'm just ready, Stephen. Yeah, well, and this is the thing, this is the question that I feel like is usually argued it's the 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 foundation of an agnostic or an atheist um, argument argument towards Christians is well if God is such a good and loving God then tell me why why there's so much um, violence and so much pain in the world and you know this is one of those um, this is not a easy topic to talk about because unfortunately you see so much violence and you see so much um, pain and suffering in the world mm-hmm. that it's hard to to um, rectify those um, in light of um, a loving all-knowing and all all present God that that we know is in is here that's the whole reason why our universe is in existence is because of this omnipresent omniscient omnipotent god mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah i i think uh it's it's a good question and there's been lots of books written about it lots of people who know a lot more than us about theology have written about it um but being someone who is in the world and talks to non-christians and engages in the conversation a lot that's always the kind of they go to argument like you said um they always want to say why do bad things happen to good people you know why do innocent people suffer why does this this person or that person that i know have to suffer with this thing when they didn't deserve that they're a good person and you know i, I think they they ask that question because it is um it's a tough one for Christians to answer, most Christians to answer, because they, we all, I think we all at one time or another doubt ourselves, and we doubt, we ask that question like, well, if he's a good God, then, you know, why does this happen? Why did my friend suffer? And we all know the stories of um, when, like, loved ones have, or people, friends from church have, you know, gotten cancer, and you prayed and you sought God in that, and you, you just knew that God was going to heal and come through, and then he doesn't. And um, at least what we expect healing to be, 
and he doesn't. And then we're all just kind of left sitting there thinking like, what, what just happened? Like, you know, loss and a lot of words. And so we've all asked that question and I think they know, you know, I think an agnostic or an atheist knows that, um, we struggle with that sometimes too. And there's not really a great answer as far as uh, us when we're talking. Um, but you know, I, uh, I have to twist this, this question on its head though, being, you know, me. And, um, I have to ask a question that says, sounds something like this. Why do good things happen to bad people? Hmm. You know, ask that question. And that's a question. I mean, that's a lot of, that's a big question. I think that's a mentality that we as Christians sometimes have, um, when looking at the world, um, and, like we always ask ourselves like why why are they like we have that it's not fair mentality like mm-hmm. why are they getting to experience that situation when that's what i've that's the longing in my heart and i'm not getting to do that yeah and you know and then you start judging yourself based off you're judging them and yourself you know by that standard yeah. when um maybe in all well not maybe in reality we should not be we who are we to judge like who are we to judge somebody against our what we've done when when we have you know like we've done nothing right Com- compared to to Jesus who did everything right um and, and i guess i kind of want to even take that question that i asked a little further like uh in scripture in romans um i think romans 10 it says um, let me get the exact one. Romans 3.10 it says as it is written there is no one righteous not even one so when we're talking about um, bad things happening to good people well unfortunately um, none of us are good um, it says in scripture that not, not even one of us is good so if nobody's good then bad stuff never happens to good people bad stuff happens to bad people, <laughs> you know, we're all bad. And so, yeah, uh, we don't deserve anything good to happen to us. So that makes me ask this question again. Why do we ever deserve good things to happen to bad people? Cause we're all bad people. And, um, that's why Jesus had to come and die for us. Like you said. So kind of makes me wonder the mentality of, you know, oh, like what woes me, and I can't believe all this bad stuff is happening to me, and it makes me say, well, you know, actually, that's what you deserve. Actually, you deserve a lot worse. <laughs> you know, and while that yeah. sounds harsh, um, it's the truth. Yeah, that's what that's my um, my go to when someone um, when I was you know running a a youth group, I. Whenever I heard one of the teens claim that it's not fair because of this or this is not fair because of this, I'd always have to, I'd always sit down and, and, you know, explain to them that, you know, life is not fair. We're, we have, we are the embodiment, Christians um, are the embodiment of unfair and unjust um, rewards. The fact that Jesus had to die, he was Jesus, the sinless man, 
God incarnate, mm-hmm. um, came here to die, and he took on the he took on my sins, your sins, everyone's sins, um, so that we may have etern you know eternal life. And and so when we sit there and we say, well, it's not fair, um, we don't fully understand what we're saying because most of the time when we say it's not fair, it's probably because somebody got one an extra scoop of ice cream instead of for the same price you know yeah. that's not fair well well let, let me tell you about fair um his name is jesus and if you know this story then you know what unfair really is yeah. definition of unfair <laughs> um <coughs> excuse me and it's always <coughs> excuse me sorry i've got a little bit of a cold so i'm coughing a little bit um so it, it always strikes me too as um, they make that argument about how you know well good how why is the world so bad and all that stuff you know it it's a sin filled world and um, you see Christians um, and you know famous Christians make some dumb claims like after nine eleven I think somebody blamed it on homosexuality or something like that um, and it makes it makes us all kind of look dumb or bad or judgmental i don't know but you know the reason isn't the reason isn't homosexuality why bad things happen yes homosexuality is a bad thing but is that the sole reason no the reason is the root cause is sin you know um in general the whole the whole spectrum of sin that's what what's happened and it's the result of um free will and uh wrong choices starting with adam and eve if you want to go that far back but I was actually talking to uh, my pastor about this, um, pastor and good friend, um, about this, uh, about my life growing up and about uh, the enemy, how the enemy kind of plays, not kind of, really plays with people's heads and their thoughts and their their thought life. And even from a young age, I mean, I remember being a kid and thinking that I wasn't any good and, you know, I was worthless and all those kind of things. My parents never told me that. People, I didn't grow up in a situation where I, you know, had any sort of abuse or anything like that. Like that was all from me, from being. I remember being as young as eight years old and hearing that stuff in my head. So it makes you think. Well, it's got to be the devil. It's got to be the enemy. And so and we were talking. I was like, man, that's just not fair. It's just not fair that um, the devil can mess with people's heads like that and at that young mm-hmm. of an age, like because you're defenseless, you know. And um, I said how is that, you know, how does that play into the whole spectrum of understanding God? And he said, you know, it, it comes from free will. I'm like, well, that's not my free will to have that. He said, it comes from the free will of your parents. Your parents didn't uh, raise you to know that that's what was happening. And so you suffer the consequences of that sin. And I said, well, my parents didn't know. Well, their parents didn't teach them. Well, their parents didn't know, you know, but it eventually goes back to, um, somebody along the way chose not to teach the kids to continue discipling the kids and the the power of the enemy. And so um, all of that to say, bad things happen because of free will. Maybe not your free will, maybe not the free will of someone directly connected to you, but someone's free will somewhere caused that bad thing to happen. And God will not interfere with people's free will. That's the God he is, right? Right. I mean, well, when you boil it down, when you look at it as a, um, without free will, we we are, it would be pointless. This world and all of its um, chaos, chaos and all of its uh, bad things, um, it works the way it does because of 
God letting us have free will. Because if yeah. we didn't have free will, his relationship with us would be um, would be pointless. I mean, free will is there so that we can truly love God the way he loves us. Right. Not because we have to, but because we want to. Right, and that's the and whole that's, point of free will. Because we wouldn't, if we had to, then it wouldn't mean anything. It would just be yeah. little robots that were made to hug you, you know. If you yeah. create a teddy bear robot that is programmed to hug you every day, then it's not quite the same as having a child yeah. that chooses to walk up to you and give you a hug, you know. Like Yeah. After a couple of weeks you, you start to realize that it's not it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. But when you have a kid who chooses to, in spite of being disciplined, in spite of, you know, your your failings and your frailty, you know that that's free will and that's love and that's true love. And so God in his wisdom, you know, obviously knew that. And so without, there's no love without free will. I mean, think about, um, I think about an abusive father or husband who, you know, forces his wife or his kids to love him, hug him, hug me now or suffer, you know, that's not love. That's not affection. That's abuse. So what would make God any different if he didn't give us free will and, um, you know, he'd be he'd be an abusive father if there wasn't free will and we were forced to love him. Um, and so we we in turn have to realize that and say, okay, so in order to be love, there has to be free will. And in order, since there's free will and sin in the world, unfortunately, the bad things come from that too. Oh yeah. Now this this topic really is stemmed from from my I like. My pastor, well, my worship pastor, uh, preached a couple weeks ago on this very question: "Is why do bad things happen to to good people?" And what he said. Um, well, he had several. He had several uh, good points. One of his um, points was exactly what you said: was you know, there's free will in the world. Um, and another point was that um, we've already said this: that Satan is also in this world and everything about Satan is evil and um, but one of uh, the things that you know I wanted to piggyback on what we were just saying here is that that we have the Christians have this mentality of uh, that because we ha- th- bad things happen to good people because of something that that good person has done and I'm not talking about a um, consequence because we all have to deal with consequences. If you do something, there's always going to be a consequence for it. Right. But what I'm talking about specifically is people thinking that because this person has sinned, now God is punishing them. It's like the whole Job thing, right? Right, exactly. That people think that you know those those guys and and Job told Job to, Job to repent because of what he. But he must have been doing something. That's why he was experiencing all this stuff. It's the same as in the story in John chapter 9 when the disciples asked yeah. Jesus. Yeah, you know, they said, hey, hey, this this man was born blind. Was it his ma- was it his him or was it his parents? Sin, yeah. And um, then Jesus says, well, t- neither this man nor his parents sinned, but this happened so that the works of God might be displayed in him. So that, you know, like, Good or bad things happen to good people because of free will, and it also happens most of the time, so that somewhere along the lines, 
the works of God can be displayed. Um, we we don't we will never understand that. That's humans will never understand the fullness of what is happening all around us. But when I say everything happens for a reason, I I truly believe that. I believe that God is putting things in place for for a particular purpose. Um, and I think it it stinks because I, I'm a person that kind of wants to know, like, the background and know why things are happening the way they're happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's why it stinks for me because, like, I will probably never know until the end of this life as I know it um, why certain things happened in my life. Uh, but I, it'll all make sense the minute or the second that I'm on the other side. Right. And so, like, it's, you know, when Jesus said, you know, but this happened so that the works of God might be displayed in him, it, to me, that I mean, it just, like, opens your eyes or opened my eyes to say, you know, like, you might not understand why you're going through the way, the things that you're going through right now. Right. But God knows. And... He's using this one day. He's going to use this in a big way for you. It's been ordained for not only your good, but the good of his kingdom. Exactly. Which is hard. I mean, that that rocks into that whole Calvinism camp. Like, So if this <laughs> right. was ordained, how can God <laughs> ordain, a loving God ordain for this to happen? Well, he didn't ordain that to happen, but he ordained the good to happen from it. Well, uh, in order for him to ordain the good that happened from it, he had to know it was going to happen. Therefore, he is is it <laughs> is is it like a sin of omission instead of a sin of commission? You know, and right, yeah, I'm not, <coughs> yeah, and that's that's the hard thing. It when we when you sit there and you want to talk about this is the thing that blows my mind about our God. Our God is omnipresent, so it means he's experiencing everything at this very moment. And when I say everything, I mean everything that's happened in the past, everything that's happening in the future, and everything that is happening in the present. Because he is, he was, and he will will be. Mm-hmm. He's separate from time, so he's omnipresent. Right. But then he's what blows my mind is he's omniscient, so he knows everything. Is yeah. that? Yeah, that's the right one. So he knows everything. He knows and what. When I was in uh, college in uh, Theology 101, uh, Dr. Chris Bounds Woo. at Indiana Wesleyan, he, uh, he said something that has stuck with me and will probably always stick with me about how God knows your future, He knows, but he also knows your decisions that at a point in time, they'll become a decision that can put take you down path A and path B and God knows every decision that you could have made mm-hmm. and every decision you will make. Mm-hmm. And this is the thing is that God God knows everything literally and he knows things that never happened but that could have happened had you made a decision to go a different path back when you were 12 years old. You know, that's one of those things where it blows my mind when I think about the the foreknowledge or the that that mentality, and I guess I, I've never really looked at that as that Calvinistic line. Maybe you're you're right in that it you know it, it toes that line of like predestination type thing, 
but I I don't think it's not that I think the difference is that we we say that he knows it he doesn't determine it type thing yeah he let he still lets our free will determine that sure whatever. but whatever word you want to use make you feel better yeah well I I know I, that's what I'm saying as I think that's how many people rectify it I was I was justifying your answer or your um whatever your statement there but I mean like that's the thing is um when it comes to uh, our free will that's that's how powerful free will is is that um our one decision can change our life completely um for the good or for the bad it does that's really our decision and um uh kind of plays into that whole um mentality here of um in Matthew chapter 5 and verses 44 through 46 where um Jesus is saying that you know because of uh, but but I say to you love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you so that you may be sons of your father who is in heaven so for he makes his son rise on the evil and on the good and sends rain on the just and the unjust mm-hmm. for if you love those who love you what reward do you have do not even the tax collectors do the same yeah so like those decisions that we make you know like those individual decisions that we make including the one that you know like asking Jesus to forgive us of our sins it it doesn't it changes your life but it doesn't change the world the sun is going to rise this it's going to set no matter no matter the decisions you make right but your life will be completely changed. I guess that's. Does that make sense? It makes perfect sense. Okay. Because <clears throat> I, I, do you ever have those moments where you realize that you're not the one talking? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. I mean, and sometimes the, and the Holy I'm Spirit's like, talking through you. You mean? Yes, that's what I. That's kind of what I was going. Because I. I came out of that for a split second. I, I remember reading the scripture, but then I said something, and I'm like, wait, did I just say something that made sense? Yep. <laughs> and then you realize, oh, because I wasn't the one talking. Um, and that's why I, the way I like the show, for you to <laughs> be not talking and God to be talking. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, that's the show. <laughs> uh, well, you know... <laughs> <laughs> No, I've still got more points. What are you talking about? That's not the show. <laughs> no, that's good. Though. I I think yes. I think uh, God is um, God is not only working your heart and my heart on things like this, but He's continuing working through our people's hearts. And so, yeah, I think He very often um, uses us and um, takes over. So that's a good thing. So yeah, yeah. Sorry, it was just a little no, you freaked out there for a Take second. Your, uh, just do what you need to do. Yeah. <laughs> What's your next point? I want to hear it. I want to see what God says oh. next. Well, I, basically, you know, like it was kind of piggybacking on that that idea of that um, in John chapter nine, where it said that um, here I'll just pull it up because I have it. it says that that but this happened so that the works of God might be displayed in Him, and. Um, my answer to people, because uh, 
my worship pastor asked me about this um, before he preached. He said, "What do you What do you think? Why do you think um, bad things happen to good people?" And of course, I said, "The my first gut instinct was free will." But then I started thinking about it, and of course, Romans um, eight twenty eight always comes to mind when you have to deal with um, this that. Um, everything is happening for a reason is furthermore just as they do not think it worthwhile to retain the knowledge of God so God gave them over to the to a depraved mind mm-hmm. so that they do what ought not to be done they this is not the right verse is it <laughs> hold on I, I guess oh yeah yes it is it's just 28 through 32 sorry <laughs> Okay. I will read that over again. Furthermore, just just as they did not think it worthwhile to retain the knowledge of God, so God gave them over to a depraved mind so that they do what ought not to be done. They have become filled with every kind of wickedness, evil, greed, and depravity. They all they are full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, and malice. They are gossips, slanderers, god-haters, insolent, arrogant and boastful they invent ways of doing evil they disobey they, their parents they have no understanding no fidelity no love no mercy although they know god's righteous decree that those who do such things deserve death they not only continue to do these things very things but also approve of those who practice them that was not what i thought it was are they talking about teenagers i feel like he's talking about teenagers there <laughs> well he's talking about to me it looks like he's talking about today's culture oh. but that's that's very good. Um, I agree with that completely. <laughs> uh, wasn't the verse that you were looking at, but that was the verse no, God it wasn't. wanted you to read for some reason. That, yeah, it was that because I clicked on the wrong chapter. It was supposed to be oh. Romans 8. Okay, go ahead and read that one. Yeah, give me a second. I have to pull it up. No, it's I fine. put in 128 for some reason. No. Yeah. And... So this next, this is the verse that I was looking for. And we know that in all things, God works for the, for the good of those who love him, mm. who have been called according to his purpose. Mm. That's, the, that's the verse that I wanted to say. And, you know, when I read Romans 8.28, that's where I start to realize that no matter what I'm going through, what I personally am going through, Mm-hmm. There's a reason, there's a rhyme, there's a purpose for it. Mm. And there's there's something going to come of it. Um, I think about this um, specifically in my personal life. Um, um, my wife and I have been trying to have, a, you know, trying to have kids. And now we have to go through a certain um, procedure in, in vitro fertilization. That's the only way we can conceive and i start to think about the reason why this is happening and you know for the longest time for the last i would say three and a half four years i've been thinking i've I've been asking god and praying god give me the reason give me the reasoning behind this and finally you know after you know reading the scriptures and pouring over it there i know I don't. I still don't know the reasoning why this is happening, yeah. but I do know that there is a good reason for it to happen, because, like this verse says, all things all things God works for the good of those who love Him. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. And since I know that my wife and I love God, I know that there's this is happening for a reason. We've we've speculated that maybe it's going to help us minister to somebody when we're in our 40s and 50s, yeah. when we've been able to look back on this and have wisdom. Yeah. And we we know that that might be a possibility, but we know we do, we don't know why, but we know that we're going to we're going to use this as a chance to to do good for the kingdom. Hmm. So, I mean, so why do bad things happen to good people? I, I, I can't answer the question with a with a straight answer, but I do know um, that there is a reason. I just don't know it yet. Hmm. That's good. It's all really good stuff. I don't even know where to begin after hearing that. <laughs> Sorry, come prepared. <laughs> <laughs> I was just throwing out the old free will answer, but you actually went deep on that one. Um, yeah, I I think you nailed it. Um, all things work together for the, those who love him, and um, you and Haley definitely love him. So it's uh, it's good. And I'm while it's hard as um, friends to watch people suffer, it's hard for us to watch you guys suffer. Um, at the same time, as a Christian, I say I'm really excited to see what kind of cool things God's going to do through it. You know, um, mm-hmm. because I know God's going to do something cool, and He's going to, you know, just blow up our uh i don't know just our expectations and uh it's gonna be cool so we we just trust in a god who um loves his people and, and takes care of them and the same that we trust for you guys and so yeah uh it's hard though because in that moment you know when when somebody's crying or you're trying to console them those are the kinds of questions they ask you know why is this happening to me i thought god loved me um, all that stuff and but you just have to trust in his power and um that he does have something good for you now we started off talking about the atheists and all that stuff are they ever gonna know because they're you know, they're making excuses to not have to deal with the truth and that's there is a god and that he does love them and <laughs> they're gonna have to um answer for their life someday so um you know, I I just think that, you know, there's not much you can do. Even if you, even if God sat them down and said, "This is why," they'd still probably argue with them. So, you know, um, yeah, that's true because they they're just mad. Um, so, you know, there's not a really good answer for that. But um, I think what you have said tonight is very very true and um, very wise. That it is about. Um, it's about trusting in him, knowing that he's going to work, even though um, it's that, that, that wasn't his plan for your life in a world that um, had no sin in it. But because long ago things were set into motion, um, sin and such that that's just how it is. And, he would like it to be different, but unfortunately it's not because of free will. And, um, he wants you to turn to him, um, in those moments to have, um, peace and to have, uh, love and to experience him. So, and ultimately if somebody's hurting and they really ask you for real, why is this happening to me? Um, they don't really want to know why in the moment. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Just right. a little, little, 
piece of counseling wisdom for you. Anybody listening, um, they want just to be loved um, in that moment. And the rest will kind of all follow later on down the road. So, so I, oh, I think uh, there's the bell. We hear it ringing. And uh, it's kind of time for us to wrap up our thoughts on uh, on why bad things or good things happen to good uh, bad things happen to good people. Yeah. <clears throat> so to start off my um, closing thoughts, I'm going to um, give credit to where credit's due here. Um, most of my closing thoughts actually stem from the sermon um, that my worship pastor um, preached a couple weeks ago. His name is Sam Massey. Um, he he did he preached a really good sermon, uh, and it really boils down to this um, that. The reason that bad things happen to good people is not because... I, I can't answer that with a straight answer. So the answers really boil down to what we've really spoke about tonight is that uh, Satan is in the world, and he is pure evil, so evil is in the world. Another reason is that we have free will. And because we have free will and evilness tied together is that sometimes people believe that their way of doing things is better than God's way of doing things. And so bad things occur when um, people choose to do their their way. Mm. But the comforting, I guess you can look at it as, as a, the comforting thing is that all of these ha- all of this stuff happens for a purpose and, and just like Romans 8:28 says um, it's it's there's there's reason behind it that we don't have to understand it God knows what's going on and that and that this is sh- straight from Sam Massey's mouth here is that God is smarter than us mm. and so just because we don't know what's going on mm. doesn't mean that it's not going to be <laughs> right. for God's work. Mm. And that's the best thing, right, is that yeah. I I, th- I thank God every day that he's smarter than me because if he wasn't, I don't think, well, let's just be honest, if, if he wasn't smarter than me, then uh, this world wouldn't exist. So, <laughs> so I thank God every day that he knows what's going on in my life and what I'm going through and how I'm going to get through it because that's that gives me the peace of mind to go about my day knowing that God has me, has my hand, and um, is leading me in the way that I should go. Um, you can find me on any of the social medias at Stones Will Cry and also stoneswillcry.com as well as elephantpew.com, right? Thanks, Stephen. Yeah, you really nailed it today, and I would give you props, but it looks like you just stole everything from your pastor. So, uh, props to your pastor, you little thief. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it, the closing thoughts and, for uh, the record. No, that's uh, good. Stephen had a lot of really good thoughts tonight. So, if you have time, you should rewind th- this, and uh, I guess rewind. I guess probably not. click back and uh, <laughs> listen to what Stephen had to say on those things again, because I think uh, the Lord definitely has laid a lot of this on his heart. He's been bugging me to talk about this for about two months now, so um, I uh, I finally gave in. I guess let's talk about some God <laughs> stuff. No, 
but yeah, that's is good. Um, I think I just want to reiterate that w- the one the one point that I I brought up that you know, um, if you want to complain about bad things happening to good people, I think um, you need to ask yourself what's a good person and if you're actually good, you know, um, because I think you'll find that to the standards in which the Bible sets as a good person. Uh, you've fallen um, ridiculously short. So, um, and I don't say that to be proud or anything like that, but I say that because um, it's true. And we sometimes think that we're kind of the the cat's meow and that we're we don't do anything wrong. But um, I just have to s- to remind people that um, you're not everything and you're not perfect. And so sometimes bad things happen um, to good people and um, we have to realize that we deserve much more and we deserve much worse and that we, um, how do I say this nicely? That we're lucky to have eternity with Christ and we should just be thankful that we have that, whether we suffer greatly or not very much at all to have eternity with Christ is, um, worth whatever comes our way. So once we have that attitude, Everything else seems kind of, yeah, not too bad. So uh, that would be my encouragement to you to do that. So uh, you can find me on shoutingintothewild.com. And, uh, excuse me, again, um, shoutingintothewild.com. And I am there doing blogs and podcasts and everything else. Um, and my email's there. So, all yeah. right, I'd like to thank all those who chose to listen to us. We are humbled you decided to allow us to be a part of your day. You guys really are the best audience a podcast could ask for. This episode was brought to you by ElephantPew.com, so check that place out for any and all news pertaining to Ryan and I. That's right, and you can also uh, go on iTunes and subscribe to our podcast. You can find us there. Um, you can rate, review, subscribe, all those nice things that you on podcast. But if you don't like iTunes, if you're an avid iTunes hater like Steven, um, you can go to Google Play Store or you can go to Blueberry.com for you independent supporters. Um, lots of places you can find us. In fact, you can pretty much find us on any podcasting outlet. Just look up Elephant Pew and subscribe and you should get those new episodes straight to your phone, computer, device. Thank you again for listening to us. I'm Stephen Witt. And I'm Ryan Ramsey. You guys have a great night.